You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Uh, We have our special NFL episode for you this week. We are going to kick off this conversation and talk about Houston. And boy, Houston, do we have a problem. Um, If you guys haven't heard already, there's been a lot of issues going around the Texans and their star quarterback, Deshaun Watson. And just so our listeners kind of have a good frame of reference as to what's going on, I thought it appropriate to give them a timeline that kind of built up to where we are right now. And so in March 2020, DeAndre Hopkins, their star wide receiver, was traded. Deshaun Watson didn't know. For the life of me, I don't even know why he was traded. Like, how can you trade a talent like that? But he was traded. No one knew about it. Of course, Deshaun Watson was upset. He's a quarterback. Um, He was his main piece. It's like, who are you going to replace him with? Um, so they traded this star and received in return a 2020 second round pick and a 2021 fourth round pick. Okay, makes absolutely no sense. Then in October 2020, Houston started the season at 0 and 4 and fired their head coach and GM. Right, so four games into the season, and this is a bit unprecedented. Um, they fired the head coach. Um, who over the last four seasons actually had a winning record. So that was a whole thing. Then in January um, 2021, the Texans hired Nick Cesario without consulting Watson. Now, to give you an understanding of that backdrop, they traded away their star receiver, right? And there was tension there because there was no conversation with Watson um he was blindsided by this and so when that happened the next step was to include him in any decision that would affect him as the star and quarterback of the team and the franchise as a whole so here they go hiring this guy without consulting Watson again then Watson is upset but he's like hey why don't you consider Um, this offensive coordinator from the Chiefs, like he'll be good for the head coach position, to which Houston basically ignored him and initially did not set up a meeting um, to interview the offensive coordinator for the head coach position. So basically, there's a whole lot of tension. A lot of decisions are being made without Watson being involved. And Watson is upset, and I feel rightfully so. He's the star and quarterback of the team. And so my question to the guys is, like, given this backdrop and this history, um, is Watson's anger legitimate? What do you think he should do? And is there a mechanism for him to exit his contract? Watson should just play football, man. He should just stop crying. Take his psych. <laughs> Whoa, that's I'm tripping. I'm playing. <laughs> like Watson has every right to be upset right now. Um, the guy, from what I understand, I'm not sure. Check me if I'm wrong. 
he he uh, led the league in passing yards. He threw maybe over five thousand yards in passing this year, something like that. Um, he's balling. So everybody knows if you got a franchise quarterback, you need to make the franchise quarterback comfortable. And even JJ Watts uh, uh, made really some really good points. He said, uh, "We basically, we basically um, wasted one of your prime years." So they put basically nothing around him, expecting him to be Superman, which is terrible. Uh, so him being griping, he's rightfully, is right, is is rightfully so. And I'm just happy that he's not doing it like uh, Carson Wentz or James Hard. Um, I feel like the way he's doing is a little bit better. Um, he's just putting it putting it out there because he has a he has a, a real legitimate complaint, unlike those other two guys. Absolutely. I'm going to agree with you. Um, he's trying to, you know, the stigma for black quarterbacks, he's trying to do it properly. He's trying to make sure, convey that, hey, you have made, word is that they made promise that when they traded the uh, D-Hop, they didn't consult him or let him know. And they made promises in the background where they will, you know, for, for the future, they will consult him, management, everyone. They will let him know that he'll have input and the same thing happened again. So I like the way he presented the whole thing, letting them know, trade him. He needs to leave. The NFL really stand for, like Barrett told us, not for long, right? And they use him, and as soon as they feel Watson is done, they most likely trade him a year early just to get assets. So if a player has any opportunity to control their destiny, do it. Do it, do it, do it. So I have no gripes for him. He needs to leave, get out, any means by necessary, but he's doing it in a dignified way. So I have to give him respect for that. Because think about it. They wasted a year. They threw away, they got rid of your best, the best wide receiver. I think he didn't drop a pass last year. <laughs> That's golden. And they just trade him away. And then they keep doing these things and they want to make you feel like you're you're part of the franchise. And but they treating him like, you know, he's nothing. It was just so sad. So Watson, get out of there by any means necessary. Go someplace where you'll be appreciated and they have a statue for you. I think I think uh, Phil was talking about, especially for someone like the New York Giants, that's his st- standard line. New York were taken willingly. Uh, but Oh, boy. But I think that, I think for too long, owners have felt like the right to just put a quality player on the field, but not put a quality roster out there. And Deshaun Watson, you know, granted, football is less is less star dominated than than NBA because at the NBA level, you have the freedom to you have, money's guaranteed. Deshaun's money isn't guaranteed, but at the same time, if they if they were they can't just cut him and they can't just trade him uh, because the cap hit is going to be is going to is going to be too heavy, and so I think they really need to. Con- to 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 listen to their franchise player, um, because I I don't think he's in a position of strength. I I just don't. Uh, just on the basis of they're not going to cut you. It it, it it's going to hurt them too much to cut you. The NBA with James Harden when he when he gets traded, you have to match salaries. NFL even if you don't match salaries, you still take a cap hit in losing that player. And so he has seventy five million dollars guaranteed. I think uh, they need to listen to him and, and try to do whatever he wants them to do going forward. 
Because, you know, to me, if, if, if Deshaun Washington was a white quarterback, they would have been bending over backwards trying to make him happy. If you look at Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck had, you know, uh, oftentimes had all these complaints or the people complained for him that he didn't have this, didn't have that. Deshaun Washington has done similar stuff, taken bad rosters and carried them to the playoffs. And it's, it's not fair to him. And so I think that uh, the players, um, excuse me, the, the Rockets, excuse me, not the Rockets, the Houston Texans should um, either try to comply with him or just or or just try to trade him for for multiple first round picks because they're going to get hit with a heavy cap. In all fairness, Evan, um, the Houston Texans are the same as the Houston Rockets, so you didn't even <laughs> have to correct yourself on that. Um, it's just crazy when I think about Watson's talent and who he is as a player. I don't even know why they're even going through this. Like, why would you potentially lose him, your franchise star, just because, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what management is is trying to do. Like, are they actively trying to sabotage his career? Because you're trading the best, right? In return for like a bag of chips and Skittles, right? Nothing in return. And then you're making future decisions and purposely excluding Deshaun. So it's like, what is the organizational goal? Like, I'm just offended. Anybody know who the owner is for Houston, um, whatever, uh, Texans? I mean, because he is like, he has to go top five worst owners of all time right now. When he let, uh, was it Dan O'Brien come and wreck the whole franchise? They just throwing people away. I mean, like, who is good or notable on that team? <laughs> like, Watson is the only player I know. They just got a broken up uh, uh, Brown. I thought, who's the guy named David AJ something? Johnson. Nah, from uh, the running back that used to play for Carolina. They got him, I meant, for uh, Arizona. They brought him over. But it's like oh, no. David Johnson. Yeah, they, they, they have no notable players on that roster. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what are you, what are you doing over there? You just yep. wrecked your whole franchise, and it's like, I blame the owner too, because how how long are you gonna let this go on? Yeah, it's crazy, and and I kind of feel like he Watson is justified in how he feels. Um, he hasn't openly demanded a trade yet, but I feel like in the next few weeks, it's probably coming. Um, I was reading somewhere that they are trying to work out scenarios to kind of get him out of Houston if it gets to that point. So potentially maybe they'll trade him to Miami and bring Tua um, over to Houston with some additional compensation. Um, The Jets, look, I can't even take the Jets serious. They look for a quarterback about five times a year and then 10 times a month in the off season, right? So the Jets is always on the table, but I think. (laughs) Whatever you do. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I'll be interested to see how it plays out. And ultimately I hope Watson um, gets the respect he deserves. I mean, he's clearly playing for for an organization that cares nothing about him and nothing about the team's um, success at this point. So we shall see. Um, Let's transition and talk about the NFL playoff games um, this weekend. 
um, that we saw. We saw the Chiefs and the Browns. We saw the Bills and the Ravens, the Packers and the Rams, and the Bucks and the Saints. And the winners of those respectively were the Chiefs, the Bills, the Packers, and the Bucks. And so I want to get the guy's opinion. What did you guys think about these outcomes? Were they expected? Were you a little surprised? Um, and any feedback you have from the games, any thoughts? Oh, I would say the Browns did what Cleveland Browns do. They found a way to lose a game. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm saying like, you, you never want to have a player like uh, have a concussion, but you definitely don't want Patrick Mahomes half a billion dollar man to get a concussion. You're in a position to win that game and you let a backup quarterback run down the field on a third and long. And then you let them complete a fourth and inches. You know, the Browns should have won that game and they just could not get a stop on that last drive. So, you know, uh, Kelvin talked about this uh, when we predicted the Browns. That Browns run game of defense is real. But once once Mahomes out the game, you know, they really had a chance to, to pull off an upset and be playing the Bills. And But, you know, the Browns did what the Browns always do. I don't know if you guys ever watched those old 80s games versus the Broncos where um, they are right on the goal line and they uh, fumble. Like, they, they, they just find a way to, to, to take uh, the feet out of the jaws of victory. I agree, but you know what I really want to talk about? I'm not going to talk about the Rams and the Packers. We knew that Aaron Rodgers, we need to put respect on that man's name. Respect Aaron Rodgers. He's a bad man. That dude deserves it. He came, conquered, divide and conquered with ease. I don't think he sweat, took a, had sweat. It was so easy for him. So, two, it wasn't an upset for me because I picked the New York Buffalo Bills to beat Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. That was, that was for me, it was no surprise. You know, one of my counterparts on the show, Calvin, stated that, no, they're going to win. And I reminded y'all, he cannot throw the ball. He, to beat the team, he had to throw the ball, and he couldn't do that. Yeah, I'm going to hear the offense, and, and then it was the offensive coordinator job to make the adjustments and so forth, but it was also his responsibility as a starting quarterback to make adjustments as needed. So no surprise there for me. What shocked me the most was that the Bucks won. <laughs> I really thought the Saints, you know, the Saints was going to uh, um, take care of business. It was the year. It was the year, but that's the only shocker I had. You know, I know it's hard to beat a three, um, a three, a team three times a year, but hey, I really thought the Saints, who handed to the Bucks all season twice. With a with a stuffed turkey, that they would get it done this year, get done in the playoff. But oh well. <laughs> hey, listen here, Phil. <laughs> We're not gonna do that tonight. All right. All right. First of all, can't respect the man that calls them the New York Bills. <laughs> like this man just the New York Bills. <laughs> I never even heard that before. It's the Buffalo Bills, bro. So we, we're gonna check you right there. They represent New York. I want to make emphasize that. New I know, but you can't call them the New York Bills, man. But and then you said something else talking about nobody respects Aaron Rodgers. What planet are you living on? 
Everybody respects Aaron Rodgers, man. You're killing me right here. That's why. <laughs> that's why your takes, man. That's why every time I'm opposite of you, I feel like I'm a good standing, man. I, I really do. But uh, I was sad. You, you are right. I was sad when Lamarkable Action Jackson he left the playoff scene, man. Um, I wasn't shocked at all. I mean, but I was sad because. I'm rooting for him. Unlike you, man, I, I cheer for the black quarterback, man. You know what I'm saying? I like you. I, I cheer for that guy. And I was uh, I was sad to see him go. I actually turned the game off. I'll, I'll be honest with the public. I turned the game off as soon as he threw that last interception because I knew it was a wrap. Um, but I heard my guy had a concussion. So, you know, it's a little excuse right there, too. If he had a concussion, he, he didn't have a chance to come back. Um, but, yeah, that was, my, that was my sad part. And I was um, – I was happy to see the Browns compete, but as I told Evan before, um, that that Browns defense and that Browns running game is the real deal. But what also is the real deal is that Browns curse. So no matter what's going on, the Browns gonna find a way to curse themselves. So you know, shout out to Cleveland. I got some good friends in Cleveland, but you, you guys know what it is. LeBron left. So did you hope? <laughs> I mean, I expected Cleveland to lose some way, shape, or form. Like, I didn't know how it was going to happen. I just knew it was going to happen. So that didn't surprise me. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, come on. We all know who he is. In that Green Bay game, they scored on every drive they had in the first two quarters. Like, they punted for the first time in the third quarter. They are offensively crazy you know and um I don't know I I don't know I don't know why I feel like Aaron is gonna take it this year like I just have this feeling I don't know for sure but he's just playing crazy out of his mind right now and so it's super exciting to see the Bills and Ravens shout out to New York Buffalo New York but New York nonetheless um I was rooting for my guy Lamar but you know he just fell a little short he threw a little short too um and you know it is it it kind of is what it is with these Bucks and Saints um I thought the Saints were gonna pull through they kind of made a lot of mistakes early in the game but Brady kind of he really got into his strive um, in the second half and so it is what it is like I'm not crying because Drew Brees didn't make it we all remembered the comments he made um, about the American flag and being disrespectful to the country when he didn't realize that the protest was against police brutality I will never forget so he can have a good time on the couch with his family um, during this this playoff season I can care less okay I don't care it is what it is. As a matter of fact, why don't why don't we just put his career at rest right now? Hmm. I was in the spirit on Sunday, reflecting on all that Drew Brees means to the game and to life outside of football. It also kind of brought my mind back to the All Lives Matter. Isn't it amazing that all lives matter people always seem to get beat down by Trumpsters? Some may say they are one and the same, and they are. But Trump, excuse me, uh, excuse me, Tom Brady, 
and his MAGA hat came and did to the All Lives Matter Drew Brees what they always do. Disrespect, destroy, and decimate. Who that? Who that? Who that is about to go six feet deep? Drew Brees' career. And on that note, he's signing off and we'll never see him and that birthmark on his face again. Who that? Who that? Who that's going to keep back them saints? Drew. All lives matter. Breeze. Who that? Who that? Another quarterback. Too short to get it done. And too overrated to be neglected. Goodbye. Good night. I mean, can we just end this eulogy with when the saints go marching in to their living rooms wow. to watch the rest of these playoffs? Y'all too much, boy. Y'all too much, man. Don't bury me, man. Don't, whatever. <laughs> Don't bury me. <laughs> wow. Yo, I, I got, got a question for you guys, though. Oh, no, go ahead, Al. Oh, I got to hop in real quick because as we were talking about the Saints, hey, man, Michael Thomas, slant boy, you can't be the best receiver in the league and you only get targeted four times and have no catches the whole game in a playoff game, my guy. We're not letting that slide. <laughs> we are not letting that slide. There is no way that you should have not been any type of factor within that game, not one bit. Like, nah. We're we not letting that slide, my guy. Hand that money back. Hand that <laughs> money back because you're going to have Jameis Winston next next year more than likely. So hand that money back real quick or you better ask for a trade. Guarantee it. It's not Michael Thomas's fault that all receivers matter. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Calvin, you had a question? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just interested what you guys feel we, we talked a little bit about the uh, Kansas City game and how it ended and how it ended with um, Mahomes leaving with a concussion. <clears throat> My question is, guys, I was I was I was just, you know, a little friendly, a friendly, friendly little debate. And I was debating with, with one of my family members and I said, there's no way that Mahomes doesn't play next week. What do you guys think? You think he playing next week or not? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like he can die and they're going to cart him out onto the field. Like I don't see no scenario where he's not playing next week. Okay. It depends how bad a concussion is. I don't think, I don't think, that, I mean, it's one thing if it's like the NFL is doing this as a precautionary, but like, you know, feels real game. They play. I mean, if the, if it was the chief's response, if we know if the chiefs wanted to do it, they make a play. Remember when Deshaun Jackson played with Andy Reid? And Marty Mortaway said, come on, man, it's just a concussion. I don't, I don't imagine the NFL is going to let that get by. But then again, maybe the NFL may, may be worried about the money they're losing this year. But like, you know what? People aren't going to watch it if, if half a billion dollar man is not playing. But I, I think I think there's a scenario where he doesn't play and pulls a Giannis. Well, not a Giannis. But uh, the NFL is taking this brain injury thing very seriously. So I think there's a possibility, but it depends how severe the concussion is. 
last report was that he's doing well, but he has to do the steps, the seven steps. But I, I agree. He's going to play. I the, the NFL, everybody wants to see the billion-dollar man. Yes, they, they, um, they're, the NFL is very precautious and about concussion and so forth, but the NFL love their money. So I, I see him playing. I don't see him missing this game unless I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. So I think he's in against the this is for the this is to get into the Super Bowl. Nah, everybody he's going he's in. He's in. I just was curious because <clears throat> like Evan was saying, we, we had a whole movie about CTE and all these type of things. And I'm just wondering because the brother looked like Zab Zuda that time when he almost buckled out the ring when he got punched in the head <laughs> in one of those fights. <laughs> he looked, so <laughs> the way he buckled and the way his eyes looked, man, it, it looked so bad. But I was like, yo, there's no way on God's green earth that they're going to hold this man out. But I'm interested to see. I'm interested if NFL is about that, is about that uh, recovery program or are they about that money. So, but, I, but I'm going to be on record. If the brother doesn't play, there's a 10% chance that I watch that game. Bills Mafia will, but here's the thing, man. The Buffalo Bills, if you think Cleveland's cursed, the Buffalo Bills are another cursed organization. Oh, yeah. They are, but I will, I mean, that defense was stifling this weekend. Um, I was really impressed. And if Pat don't play, I think the Bills pulled that pulled this out. I know I'm probably by myself here, but I think mm-hmm. they pull it out if he's not there. Um, well, I don't I, know. You're, you're not alone. I think you're not most alone. people I agree. say if, he, if he's not playing, yeah, I don't think Bills, Bills about to pull it upset. But, but my only concern is the Bills are cursed. But who wants to see them in the Super Bowl though? Like, I listen, New York does. Yes, they do. New York. There's a lot of people to see. Like, they're, 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 they're a stepchild in New York. Like, let's stop it. Right? They, <laughs> they are. They are. But you know. the Jets, the Jets get more love than them in New York, man. Like, they let's do. let's cut it out. <laughs> they so, do, but but like stepkids get to be in like the Christmas photos and the family photo. Like, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like that. Like, all right, we'll take you. You know. So y'all willing to take them for the just because of New York, huh? Yep. Right. Right. Here's my question: Is Pat Mahomes gonna be a, 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 a the same Pat Mahomes? And that's the question. You know, that concussion is no joke. Is he if he's able to play, will he be effective? Because they need an effective Pat Mahomes accurate against that Bills defense. That Bills defense is no joke. Yeah, it it really isn't. It really well, I, isn't. Can I just can I just put this out there? I think a a fifty a fifty percent Pat Mahomes is like a regular quarterback in the NFL. This dude's another yeah. level. Even if yeah. him, at 50%, he's better than his backup. I mean, it's like yeah. he, does, he does stuff that you can't teach. His arm strength, you, you can't teach that. So, I, I mean, him just being on the field alone is going to get him a chance to win. True, true. I mean, and, and talking about whether or not they're going to win, I mean, now is a good time to kind of make our predictions. So let's start with the Bills and the Chiefs. So are we making contingent predictions? Like if Pat is in there, here's what's going to happen. If Pat is in there, but his toe still hurts, this is what's going to happen because he did suffer a a toe injury as well. Um, If Pat plays, so tell me what these predictions look like, um, starting with the Chiefs and the Bills. If Pat plays, Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. If he doesn't play, Bill's going. 
if Pat plays and he's at least 55.9%, they go into the Super Bowl. If Pat don't play, I think the Bills squeak by. Squeak by and end up doing. So that's my prediction. Yeah, okay. same thing. If he if he plays, they win. If he don't play, I think they lose. Okay, cool. And and same thing here. Same thing here. Like if anyhow he suits up, the Chiefs are going back. Um, but if he's out, then I'm calling this for the Bills. And um, what do we think is going to happen with Green Bay and Bucks? Who are you guys picking to win that? That bad man, Aaron Rodgers, accurate pinpoint is going to cut up the Bucks. I know the Bucks is going to do their best, but I got to give it to Aaron Rodgers, and they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, so, so this game, I think, is going to be very interesting. Um, from what I what I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think they, they played earlier this year and um, the Bucks slapped them. You know, they smacked them pretty good. Um, somebody can fact check me on that one, but I, but I think I remember that. <clears throat> now, if that's the case, uh, this game is going to be a lot, a lot more difficult than I thought. I initially just don't want Tom Brady to be in another Super Bowl. Like, I I just don't want him to be in another Super Bowl. Uh, so if he does beat Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to be upset. And I'm probably not watching a bills Bucks Super Bowl. I'm just going to let y'all know. I'm not watching. <laughs> that black. Uh, but I'm going with the Packers this week. I think it's, I think like a lot of you guys, I think it's like a destiny thing for Aaron Rodgers right now. He's playing off the charts. I feel like they got all the pieces to win. But, you know, that Bucks team, like we can't even lie, man. That that they're stacked. I mean, them receivers. You got Godwin, you got Evans, you got Gronk, you got uh, my man Antonio. Like it's crazy over there. So don't sleep. This thing can you can flip a coin, but who I want to win, I'm going with the Packers. Uh, I got I got Bucks. Here's why: Aaron Rodgers for being the bad man. Aaron Rodgers being the bad man that he is has been to was it one or two Super Bowls? One. He, he's been What's to one Super Bowl. And, yeah. he, and and as much as we as people love bass Lamar Jackson, he's been a top seed and and disappeared. Uh so I'm picking the I'm picking the Bucks. I trust Tom Brady. And as um Kelvin alluded to, they have a really strong offense. I'm picking the Bucks. And I think Tom Brady is comfortable going into Lambeau Field, marching Lambeau Field and 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 sealing a victory. Do you want the, but do you want the Bucks to win though? Like you're gonna pick them. Do you want them to win? Who you want to win? Like be a fan right now, not an analyst. Who you, you want to win? Uh I wouldn't mind seeing a Chiefs Tom Brady Super Bowl. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I also wouldn't mind seeing the Bucks Super Bowl. Uh, I mean the Bills, just because looking at the Bills Super Bowl from the perspective of, of like Chicago Cubs and the curse. Can the Bills come over top? You know, that that I wouldn't mind seeing that. That's the storyline. I would say um, I definitely don't want Tom Brady. Like, I'm going to just keep it real. I don't want Tom Brady to win. I don't want to see him in another Super Bowl. Like, I'm tired of hearing goat this, goat that. Like, I just want him to have several seats. And so based on what I'm seeing from Aaron, 
I'm I'm going to go with Green Bay. I'm going to go with Green Bay. Because if you watch that game, yeah, Tom Brady pulled it together against the Saints, but there were a lot of mistakes made, and he started the game playing like trash. So never forget that Tom Brady is wishy-washy. And I think if Green Bay um, marches down the field and, and scores consistently, that messes with Tom's psyche because he's soft. You know what I'm saying? He might be the GOAT, but he's soft. So um, I'm going to go with Aaron. Now, what's your basis of saying Tom Brady's soft? Because Tom Brady's probably one of the toughest son of guns I've ever seen in my life. It's, it, uh, I was about to ask, too. Is tough, it the, wait. Is tough, soft or what? Tough as far as, like, why do you say he's tough? I mean, he's been playing a lot of different environments, and he's come through. I mean, if you're hitting him, he's, if you're hitting him, he's going to be a disruptor. But I think it's in the quarterback. But I think Tom Brady is one tough dude. So when I say soft, and, and it's kind of like the LeBron effect, like I don't like dudes that cry and whine to the rest and, and throw tantrums. Like to me, coming from Brooklyn, that's soft to me. And so I'm not really questioning his physical toughness as a quarterback. I'm questioning um, his mentality like he just stop whining man just, just do what you got to do admit sometimes your arm is a noodle you're not that great all the time you've been inconsistent like yo just own up for it and 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 to just deal with the consequences right like stop whining so that's what i mean and, and to add to that you know what i need to is I don't want to hear him compared to Michael Jordan no more. Like I'm sick oh of it. Like, like I just heard it today on the on the radio. They were saying like he's the goat of all sports, and I was just like, oh, that's really? a little reckless. Yeah, little I, thought, reckless. I thought it was reckless too. He said he was like, yeah, Tom is the goat of all sports. But listen, if this dude wins another ring, we will hear it nonstop. You mm. better believe we will. Mm. Well, you know the great white hope. You know, you know how it goes. But I, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I think if Tom wins the Super Bowl, he retires because he legitimizes his legacy that he didn't need Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick needed him. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree with that. And, and I mean, that that's a great conversation to have. If he is able to pull this out and win, first of all, I'm going to turn off the TV for a month because I know what, what that's going to be like if he wins. But I think we have a new conversation about what, what does this do to his legacy? You know, obviously improve it and take it to another level. But now a lot of critics rely on the Bill Belichick system, right? So now he can come out and win outside of that. I think we have a whole nother conversation to grapple with. Now, granted, he has a, well, in terms of offense, he has an immaculate, I mean, he has, ain't a lot of guys have Leonard Fournette as your backup running back. And then Chris Godwin, A.B., uh, Mike Gronk. Evans, Gronk. Well, Gronk is kind of washed a little bit. But, you know, and not a lot of people have all the weapons he has at his disposal in, in Tampa. But at the same time, he is like, the dudes are ancient. I mean, when he won his first Super Bowl, I was 12 years old. I'm now 32. 20 years, 20 year span. I mean, it, it does demonstrate a level of dominance, like Robert Parrish uh, to be effective this late in his career. 
How old is Tom Brady? 42, 43? 42. 42. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, Evan made a good, some good points. Yeah. But I'm not trying to hear that. I'm so Me weird. neither. Like, like I'm, I'm trying to go in the off season and not hear about Tom Brady, Gold, winning a championship. Like, where's Eli when you need him? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we need but, the new Eli. Oh, so maybe Buffalo, uh, Buffalo might work if he, if Josh, Josh Allen can become the new Eli. Then I might be a fan because I'm just not. I'm just not <laughs> right. Come Don't on. worry about it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and the funny thing, too, if he beats the AFC East team, he'd be like, yo, it's just like old times. <laughs> yeah. true. The AFC East. Oh, man. true, 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 true. I'm starting to hate that, man. <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, he had, has had the easiest division to go through every year. It's kind of like when the Eagles with Donovan and were going through the NFC East back in the day. NFC East, which is trash today, used to be super trash uh, back when Donovan and the Eagles were dominant. We need to have an episode. This is a sidebar. We need to talk about Donovan McNabb. I was a huge fan. Like, we need to talk about the rise and fall of of McNabb. In the disrespect. I mean, Philly just disrespected that man so crazy. They yeah. Carson Wentz was, like, just better than him off the bat. Yeah. You know, there's a race thing that, that's tied to that. There's a race thing that's tied to that. Yeah, but we need we need we owe him a public apology, man. Nah, for real, seriously. Your so, coach owe him an apology. Your coach kept over didn't use the format he needed to run the ball. He wanted to throw it all over the place. Come on, man. Your coach is the issue. No, I'm talking about the fans today. They they disrespect him. For real, oh, for, oh, is okay. it, I mean, yeah. it's it's everything. And and I agree. We need to do like a thirty for thirty. What happened to McNabb? And and just kind of go deep into it. And the fact that they moved on from an for Kevin Cobb, Kevin Cobb, that dude was horrendous. We should do a survey. How many people actually know who Kevin Cobb is? That's how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, we will see what happens this weekend. And we'll be right back at you with an NFL episode next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. <laughs>